What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, areas of Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. I'm here to help and guide you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, distribute your podcast. Of course, add music intros, outros, uploading episodes with unlimited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get sponsorship. Isn't that great? It's everything you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. Like I always say, if you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster host, like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get a head start. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
good evening everyone from the usa all over the world canada long island aka strong island plus the five spots of brooklyn bronx manhattan Staten island queens i'm your man g money stacks aka lonely nomad aka the gregonator aka youtuber the unstoppable independent podcaster and rookie podcaster of queens new york and you are now listening and tuning into and rocking with the 53rd episode of Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast Review Show. And we have a jam-packed show for you today. And I do apologize for the delay of the episodes. Um, I had to take some rest because I was um I had basically um you know what? Let me just fill you for you guys in on the whole um mental checking. So let me just get into it though. Now, as far as how I'm feeling mentally, physically, and spiritually, I'm actually doing all right. I had to take some rest from from recording because of my left shoulder. Um, it's been sore since um last monday and stuff so um i've been trying to you know get a lot of rest and you know do as much recovering as much as i can um and yeah um i'm not gonna get into too much specifics on there but um but at the same time physically and spiritually i am doing all right so far um, I'm just glad to be back on the air to actually record content for you guys to listen and to all the folks out there in um, all over the world and, of course, Canada, five boroughs, um, you know, just know I didn't leave I didn't leave y'all hanging. I just needed time to actually, you know, heal up my left shoulder. So, so there you go, right there. And speaking of which, um, let me fill you guys in. For those who are new, welcome to the show. And we are live and direct from StreamYard and YouTube alongside with the... Um, podcast page instagram live here which is meticulous vibe juice podcast make sure you guys turn your notifications on instagram so you won't miss a beat on when i'm going to actually be on the air and, and if something comes up or whatever um i'll be able to let you guys know what's going on and stuff um but you know something not everything is meant for the gram anyway you know what i'm saying Certain stuff I'll talk about, but not exactly everything. Um, <clears throat> and speaking of everything, if you guys are new to the YouTube channel and new listener and you guys missed any previous episodes whatsoever, um, don't worry. I got your back. All you need to do is go ahead and grab the subscribe button. And also be, be sure you press the noti bell. So you could be reminded of when the show goes in the air um, live via live stream. Make sure you leave a like and a comment. 
Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Share the episodes, share the videos, tell a friend to another friend, and I will actually um, do the rest by going over um, where you can listen to the show and the episodes and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I got I, I got everything covered. So, um, a first segment of the day, actually for the night, actually. Um, first segment of the night is called the Chillax Man Cave Popcorn Lounge. All right. And our first topic in regards to, um, today, even I don't have any movies, but I do have a little bit of TV shows to actually go over with you. So here we go. A first review of a TV show to review about is Dynasty. Dynasty is an American television series based on the 1980s prime time soap opera of the same name, developed by Josh Schwartz, Stephanie Savage, and (laughs) Sally Patrick. And the first season starts Elizabeth Gillies as Fallon um, Carrington, Grant Show as her father, Blake Carrington, Natalie Kelly as Blake's new wife, Crystal, and James McKay as his son, Stephen, with Robert Christopher Riley as chauffeur Michael um, Cohan, Sam Adagoat as tech billionaire Jeff Colby, Rafael De La Fuente as Sam Sammy Joe Jones, Crystal's nephew and Stephen's love interest, and Alan Dale as Joseph Anders, the Carrington major domo. The series later introduced Alexis Carrington, um, Nicholas Sheridan, um, Elaine Hendricks, Blake's and Jeff's ex-wife and the mother of Adam, Stephen, Fallon, and Amanda. Anders' daughter, Kirby, Madison Brown. Um, Blake's third wife, Crystal um, Jennings. Anna Brenda um, Contreras. Uh, Daniela Alonzo. Blake and Alexis' long-missing son, Adam Carrington, Sam Underwood. Blake's half-sister and Jeff and Monica's mother, Dominique Devereaux, Michael, um, Michelle, um, Fallon's husband, Liam Ridley, Adam Hubbler, um, and Alexa's secret daughter by Blake, Amanda Arrington, Eliza Bennett. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you guys um, probably know the cast already. I'm not going to go over that. Um, So, it started from October 11, 2017, and it's still continuing right now. Um, So, the pilot, which was announced in 2016, September 2016 was ordered to series in May 2017. Dynasty premiered on October 11, 2017 
on the CW in the United States and on Netflix internationally a day later. On November 8th, 2017, the CW picked up Dynasty for a full season of 22 episodes. On April 2nd, 2018, the CW renewed the series for a second season, which premiered on October 12th, 2018. Dynasty was renewed for a third season on January 31st, 2019, which premiered on October 11th, 2019. On January 7th, um, 2020, the series was renewed for a fourth season, which premiered on May 7, 2021. Production on the fourth season officially began on October 15th, <clears throat> 2020, and it was announced that all the CW series would have their normal episode count for the post-COVID-19 um, season. The series was renewed for first season on February 3rd, 2021, which premiered on December 20th, 2021. Now, I'm not even going to go over the premise. I'm pretty sure you guys probably know about this by now, so I'm not going to go over this. And I'm not going to go, and what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go over the, 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 the viewership and stuff. So, we're going to go to... Uh, critical response. Um, the review aggregate aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes reported a 49% approval rating with an average rating of 6.54 out of 10 based on 47 reviews. The website's um, um, consensus reads Dynasty's revival retains enough of its predecessors over the top allure to offer a glamorous guilty pleasure in its first season even if it never quite recaptures the magic of the original it's listen listen i think i said this before actually the purpose of the purpose of of a reboot or remix however you want to call it um it's never supposed to be. It's never supposed to be like the original, right? It's never supposed to be like the original. It's supposed to be, you know, something something different. I mean, you can't go wrong with, you know, doing a rev a revival reboot of a show or a movie, um, with the same people because, because then, because then, you know it wouldn't really make any sense. It's like, where's the growth? Where's the, where's the character development? You know what I'm saying? Um, that's basically what I wanted to say right there though, folks. So, you know, you know, don't get it twisted with the whole um, reboot thing being like the original. It, it's never going to be like the original, man. So, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to actually stress this right there. Um, <clears throat> all right. Metacritic, which uses a weighted average, assigned a score of 52 out of 100 based on 17 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. Chris Harnick on, of E! Online called the pilot soapy and fun, adding that the series is a worthy heir to the original show and Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage's previous offering Gossip Girl and the OC. 
ad we called the pilot inferior to Gossip Girl and the original Dynasty, but suggested that its pairing with Riverdale could provide audiences a guilty pleasure double feature. Um, Tierney Bricker of the um, of E Online actually. Um, hang on a second, folks. Yes, Tierney Bricker of E Online dubbed Kelly this season's breakout star with um, Gilly's hot on her Louis Vuitton heels. Louis Vuitton heels. Okay. Um, of course, 2018, um, it received a nomination for Campy TV Show of the Year. Dynasty got that. People's Choice Awards um, won an award for the revival show of 2018. And Teen Choice Awards of 2019 um, got a nomination for Choice Drama TV actor Adam Huber. Okay. Um, all right. Now we're going to go to a new TV series that came out uh, recently called Naomi. Um, So Naomi is an American superhero drama um, television series created by Ava DuVernay and Jill Blankenship, which is based on the comic book series of the same name, co-written by Brian Michael um, Bedice and David F. Walker and illustrated by Jamal Campbell. It premiered on the CW on January 11, 2022 of this year. And this is starring Casey Waffle, Waffle, um, Cranston Johnson, Alexander Ra- um, Alexander Raff, Mary Charles Jones, Muzan Makar, Daniel um, Puig, Camilla Moreno, Will Will Myers, um, Aiden um, Jim, and Barry Watson. Now, currently, it's already um, four episodes in already. So let's get into the whole thing. Um, let's see. The international release. In Latin America, Naomi premiered on HBO Max on January 27, 2022. In Scandinavia, it premiered on HBO Max on February 3rd, 2022. Okay. So, so the, pot, the plot is... Um, Naomi McDuffie is a comic book loving teenager and the host of a Superman fan website. After a supernatural event occurs in Port Oswego, Oregon, Naomi sets out to determine its origins with help from her best friend, her supporting um, adoptive parents, and a tattoo shop owner with a secret origin. Okay, so let's go to the reception. 
Um, so the review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes reported a 90% approval rating with an average rating of 7 out of 10 based on 25 credit reviews. The website's critics consensus reads, Casey Waffle um, proves a plucky enough heroine. No, heroine. Heroine. Not the drug, folks. <laughs> to give the uh, deliberately paced Naomi its own superpowered charm. Metacritic, which uses a weighted average, assigned a score of 72 out of 100 based on nine critics, indicating generally favorable reviews. Um, okay. And that's pretty good, though, man. You know what I'm saying? Probably going to check that. Probably going to um, continue watching that shit, too. So, you know what I mean? Now, um... Now that I got these two shows out the way, now that I got these two shows out the way, um, hang on a second. Oh yeah, 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 there's two music artists that we need to go into. We need to discuss and stuff. Um, so. So we are going to go to um, Musical Aid. <sighs> let's put some. Let's put a little sound effect on this one right here, man. Let me just think right there, man. That's for real. And of course, some um, many of you may or may not know, especially those who are new. Um, who may or may not know what Music Kool-Aid is. Music Kool-Aid is basically about um, um, music artists such as singers, rappers, and hip-hop artists in terms of like their bodies of work, in terms of the albums, the singles, the EPs, the LPs, um, a little bit of mixtapes, and, and perhaps a little bit of, um, you know... <sighs> You know what? And if in future episodes, I may end up reviewing um, you know, the music videos that I've seen. I may do that, but I don't know. It depends on how I feel, though. Um, you know what I'm saying? Cause every music, cause hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay, there's a possibility that I may end up reviewing um music videos, but the thing is, it's very, it's very um, it's very time consuming for me because, because you know, every storyline in in music videos is very different, and it's and it's very hard for me to relate. Some music videos contain relationships issues. Some of them. Some of them um is usually about fucking cheating and fucking um you know heartbreakers and all that other stuff. It's like I don't know. It depends on how I feel, you know what I'm saying? Um yeah. I just wanna actually, you know, you know, clear up something actually. So that's the reason why I thought about 
I thought about reviewing music videos, but it's very hard for me to understand the storyline behind each song. But you know what I'm saying? And I'm really trying to really figure out a way to actually, you know, do it. So that way I won't have to worry about running out of things to review. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah. Um, there you go. Now, now that I got that out the way, um, um, of course, I've been waiting for a long time to actually go over um, the discography of Alicia Keys. So, um, listen to this. So, Alicia um, U- Alicia Ugello Cook um, born January 25th, 1981, known professionally as Alicia Keys, is an American singer, songwriter, and actress. A classically, classically trained pianist, Keys began composing songs by age 12 and was signed at 15 years old by Columbia Records. After disputes with the label, she signed with Arista Records and later released her debut album, Songs in a Minor, with J Records in 2001. The album was critically and commercially successful, producing her first Billboard Hot 100 number one single, Fallen, and selling over 100, no, excuse me, selling over 12 million copies worldwide. The album earned Keys five Grammy Awards in 2002. Her second album, The Diary of Alicia Keys, was also a critical and commercial success, spawned successful singles, You Don't Know My Name, If I Ain't Got You, and Diary, and selling 8 million copies worldwide. The album um, garnered her an additional four Grammy Awards, her her duet My Boo with Usher became her second number one single in 2004. Keys released her first live album, Unplugged, 2005, and became the first woman to have an MTV Unplugged album at number one. Her third album, As I Am, 2007, produced the Hot 100 um, number one single, No One selling 7 million copies worldwide and earning an additional three Grammy Awards. In 2007, Keys made her film debut in in the action thriller film Smoking Aces. Um, She released the theme song to the James Bond film Quantum of Solace, Another Way to Die with Jack White. Um, okay, now, now we're gonna go over. Um, okay, her fourth album, The Element of Freedom, 2009, um, became her first chart topping album in the United Kingdom and sold four million copies worldwide. Keys also collaborated with Jay-Z on Empire State of Mind 2009, which became her fourth number one single in the United States and won the Grammy Award for Best Rap 
um, song collaboration. The Element of Freedom spawned the Billboard Hot 100 charting singles. Doesn't mean anything. Trying, try sleeping with a broken heart. Unthinkable. I'm ready. And Empire State of Mind Part Two. Broken down. A fifth album, Girl on Fire, 2012, was her fifth Billboard 200 topping album, sparring the successful title track and won the Grammy Award for Best R&B Album. Uh, in, 20, in 2013, VH1 Storytellers was released as her second live album. Her sixth studio album here, 2016, became her seventh U.S. R&B hip hop charting top no chart topping album. Her seventh studio album, Alicia spawned, spawned um, the single "Show Me Love" and "Underdog" twenty twenty. Keys has sold over ninety million records worldwide, making her one of the world's best selling music artists, and she was named by Billboard, the uh, the top R&B artist of the 2000s decade. She was received numerous accolades in her career, including 15 competitive Grammy Awards, 17 AACP Image Awards, 12 ASCAP Awards, and an award from the Songwriters Hall of Fame, and National Music Publishers Association. She placed 10th on their list of top 50 R&B hip-hop artists of the past 25 years. VH1 included her on their 100 Greatest Artists of All Time and 100 Greatest Women in Music list. While Time has named her in their 100 list of most influential people in 2005 and 2017. Keys is also acclaimed for her humanita- humanitarian work, philanthropy, and activism. Um, E.g., being awarded Ambassador of Conscience by Amnesty International, she co-founded and serves as the global ambassador of the nonprofit HIV AIDS fighting organization Keep a Child Alive. That's pretty that's pretty ill. That's pretty ill though, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty ill. Um yeah. That's very ill though, man. You know what I'm saying? Um okay, let's see. Um, you know what? Hold on a minute. Um, man, this is this is some amazing stuff. Okay, so. Okay, let's go over the artistry. I'm going to read there, so why not? From the beginning of her career, Keys has been noted for being a multifaceted talent as 
a singer, songwriter, instrumentalist, a arranger, and producer. She achieved acclaim for her unique style and maturity as a classical musician and singer-songwriter. The Times wrote that Key's debut album, Songs of a Minor, spoke from a soul that seemed way beyond its years. And her follow-up, The Diary of Alicia Keys, confirmed her place in musical history. The Seattle Times assessed that with her her third album, As I Am, Keys continues showing di diversity in her music and her depth as a songwriter, singer, and pianist. You would say today in a review of songs in a minor, commended Keys, Keys' musical, artistic, and thematic maturity starting out her career. The Japan Times, and we heard of it, uh, regarded uh, Keys's production of songs in a minor as displaying the kind of taste and restraint that is rare in current mainstream R&B. Billboard wrote that her debut introduced a different kind of pop singer. Not only was she was not only she mean on the ivories, but she showed true musicianship writing and performing her material and keys continued developing her artistry with subsequent albums rolling stone re uh, remarked that keys broke into the music world as a singer with hip-hop swagger and old school soul sound and older school um as in chopping chopping piano chops her appeal abridging the generation gap on MSN's list of contemporary R&B, hip hop, and rap icons. It was stated that Keys achieved prominence by drawing from her classical um, technique as a pianist, uh, enhanced by her ease as a multi instrumentalist and songwriting steeped in her formal studies. Keys is also distinguished for being in control of her artistic output and image and having fought for create creative independence since getting signed at 15 years old. Pop Matters called Keys an artist who clearly has a fine sense of her creative talents and has struggled to make sure they are represented in the best way. Rolling Stone wrote that with her classical training keys yes keys reintroduced the idea of a self-reliant but still pop friendly rb singer songwriter a type that stretches back to steve stevie wonder crossing generational lines in a in the process Blender magazine expressed that Keys merged as a singer, songwriter, instrumentalist, producer with genuine urban swagger and her largely self-produced second album, showcased her growing deafness and explorative verb. verb. Um, in 2016, NPR stated that Keys stood apart from pop trends while forging 
a remarkable career and sustained her focus on artistry. Uh, Mobile <laughs> described Keys as an accomplished pianist, singer, songwriter, and producer who has made a consistent and indelible in contribution to the music industry. Her unique approach making classical music more accessible and diffusing barriers between traditional and contemporary while keeping musical excellence at the core of her art. In, two, in 2003, The Guardian wrote that Keyes' largely self-created work is an indication of how much power she wields and described her as an uncompromising artist who bears little resemblance to contemporary stars. Keys has been praised for um, her experienced vocals and emotive delivery. In a, in a review of songs in a minor um, jam, Jam complimented her um, crooning and warm vocals as well as her belting gospel style. CMJ New Music um, monthly commended her deep, soulful voice and heartfelt delivery of her songs. I agree. Q Magazine compared her vocal talent to Mary J. Blige's and acknowledged her sincerity as another point, no, another plus to her musical instincts. Pop Matters no, noted her deep purple vocals and <laughs> purple vocals oh wow <laughs> and considered that keys is less concerned about um, technical proficiency and more interested in rendering musical moments as authentic and visceral as possible the guardian wrote that keys sings with um, devastating allure reviewing a live performance the los angeles times wrote that keys has a commanding voice and the style and vision to convey the character and detail of the songs and praise the range and taste of her musical instincts. And PR described her voice as yearning and ready to break, even as it remains in control. Considering it one of the elements and integral to her music, Rolling Stone wrote that her dynamic vocal tone extends from a soft croon to a raspy, full-throated roar. Keys has a three-octave um, contralto vocal range. Wow. That's a lot of comparisons, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> but in a good way, though. You know what I mean? So Keys has cited several artists as her inspirations, including Whitney Houston, John Lennon, Sade, Aretha Franklin, Bob Marley, Carol King, Prince, Nina Simone, Marvin Gaye, Quincy Jones, excuse me, Donnie Hathaway, Curtis Mayfield, Barbara Streisand, and Stevie Wonder. An accomplished classical pianist, Keys incorporates piano into a majority of her songs. Keys was described by New York Daily News as one of the most versatile musicians of her generation. Keys' music is influenced by vintage soul music rooted in gospel, while she heavily incorporates classical piano with 
R&B, jazz, blues, and hip-hop into her music. Um, the Guardian noted that Keys is skilled at fusing the rough hip-hop rhythms she absorbed during the New York youth into her heartfelt, soulful R&B styling. The Songwriters Hall of Fame stated that Keys broke onto the music scene with her unmistakable blend of soul, hip-hop, jazz, and classical music. She began experimenting with other genres, including pop and rock in her third um, st- her third studio album, As I Am. Transitioning from Neo Soul to, 19, to a 1980s and 1990s R&B sound with a fourth album, The Element of Freedom. In 2005, The Independent described her music style as consisting of crawling, crawling, crawling blues coupled with a hip-hop backbeat and soul melodies enhanced with her raw vocals. The New York Daily News stated that her incorporation of classical piano riffs contributed to her breakout success. Jet Magazine stated she thrives by touching fans with piano mastery, words, and melodious voice. Um, in 2007, excuse me, 2002, um, the New York Times wrote that on stage, Keys um, invariably starts with a little Beethoven and moves into rhythm and blues that's accessorized with hip-hop scratching, jazz scat singing, and glimmers of gospel. Keys is... Uh, Debut album Pop Matters wrote reflects her sensibi- sensibilities as young woman and as a musical, cultural, and and race, racial hybrid. NPR stated in 2016 that Keys's overall work consists of notable diversity to style and form. Salon wrote that the diversity of Keys' um, music is representative of, of her own border breakout, no, excuse me, breaking background, and also emblematic of the variety responsible for the excitement and energy of American culture. Keys' lyrical content has included themes of love, heartbreak, female empowerment, hope, her philosophy of life and struggles, inner city life experiences, and social and political commentary. John Pirellis of the New York Times noted that Keyes that Keys presents herself as a musician first, and lyrically her songs plunge into the unsettled domain of female identity in the hip hop era. Determined to work their way through conflicting imperatives while she plays multiple roles in her songs, expressing loyalty, jealousy, rejection, sadness, desire, fear, uncertainty, and tenacity. Um, Pirellas considered in 2007 
that Keys did not offer private details in her songs and that her musical compositions make up for for a lack of lyrical refinement. Um, Gregory Stephen Tate of The Village Voice uh, compared Keys' writing and production to 1970s music. NPR described a foundational element in Keys' music, heart, heartache and, no, no, or infatuation. A tenderness and emotion made heavy with wisdom, a patiently unfurling melody and her yearning voice. In 2016, referencing her sixth album here, um, Salon um, noted a hypnotic tension in Keyes' lyrical expression and complimented her sense of rhythmic um, timing and sociopolitical consciousness. Um, all right. All right, let's go over the... Uh, Damn, so so she made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. She made eight albums. That's not bad, man. You know what I'm saying? That ain't bad. Um Yeah, let's go over her discography. Let me see how much time I got here. Alright, we can do this. Okay. Um so Songs in the Minor is a day is the debut studio album by American singer and songwriter Alicia Keys, released on June fifth, two thousand one, by J Records. Okay, now let's go to um. So the singles "Fallen" uh, was released April tenth, two thousand one. A woman's worth. October 2nd, 2001. How Come You Don't Call Me? March 11, 2002. Girlfriend, November 25th, 2002. Keys began writing songs for the album in 1995 at age 14 and recording the, the album in 1998 for Columbia Records, but, they, but after they rejected it, she signed a recording contract with Clive Davis's um, Arista Records and eventually J Records. An accomplished classically trained pianist, Keys wrote, arranged, and produced the majority of the album herself. It is a neo soul album with elements of RB, soul, jazz, hip hop, blues, classical, and gospel music. Um, Okay, lyrically, the songs explored the the complexities and various stages of personal relationships. Despite the album's title, Jane Doe is the only song on the album actually in the key of a minor. Songs in a Minor debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200, selling 236,000 copies in its first week. The album has since sold over 6.2 million copies in the United States and 12 million copies worldwide. It was also in an immediate critical success and has since 
been regarded as a classic. The album earned Keys several accolades, including five Grammy Awards at the 44th Annual Grammy Awards. To promote the album, Keys embarked on her first headline concert tour entitled Songs in a Minor Tour. Hmm. Okay. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ooh. All right. Um, okay. Keys began writing the songs that would co constitute songs in a minor at age 14, Butterflies being her first composition for the album. Keys had been accepted to Columbia University, which she attended after graduating from the professional performing arts school at age 16. She dropped out after four weeks to pursue her music career full-time. She signed a demo deal with Jermaine Dupree and his social death label. Keys co-wrote and recorded a song titled Da Dee Da, uh, Sexy Thing, which appeared on the soundtrack to the 1997 film Men in Black. She also contributed to the Social Death Christmas recordings. Keys began producing and recording the album in 1998. She completed it that same year, but it was rejected by Columbia Records. Keys explained that the producers she was required to work with by the label would tell her to just get in the booth and sing, which frustrated her. Um, her record contract with Columbia ended after a dispute with the label. Keys then performed for Clive Davis, who sent a special unique artist. He bought Keys' contract from Columbia and signed her to Arista Records, which later disbanded following Davis to his newly formed J Records label. Keys rented an apartment and struggled to create an album. She began writing the song Troubles and came to a realization that's when the album started coming together. Finally, I knew how to structure my feelings into something that made sense, something that can translate to people. That was a changing point. My confidence was up, way up. Keys learned how to produce by asking questions to the producers and engineers. She wrote, arranged, and produced a majority of the album. She recorded the songs Rock With You and Rearview Mirror, which were featured on the soundtracks to the film Shaft and Dr. Doolittle 2, respectively. One of the final songs Keys recorded was Fallen. A total of 32 songs were recorded for the album, originally titled Soul Stories in, in a Minor. The title of the album was changed over concerns that it would limit exposure only to black radio stations. Oh boy. Um, jeez. Yeah. Okay, um, Songs in a Minor is a neo-soul um, album with classical references and um, arpeggios. Um, Keys incorporates classical piano with R&B, soul, and jazz into the album's first 
you know, the album's um, music with, with influences of classical piano, classic soul, and East Coast hip hop. Keys described the album as a fusion of my classical training meshed with what I grew up listening to. Things I've ex- been exposed to and and um, drawn from and my life experiences. Jane Stevenson of Jam described the music as old school urban sounds and attitudes set against a backdrop of classical piano and sweet warm vocals. You would say today, um, Steve Jones wrote that Keys taps into the blues, soul, jazz, and even classical um, music to propel um, haunting melodies and and hard-driving funk. John Mulvey of Yahoo Music called the album a gorgeous and ambitious melding of classic soul structures and values to hyper-modern production. The album's opening track, um, Piano and I, begins with a rendition of Ludwig van Beethoven's Midnight, no, excuse me, Moonlight um, Sonata, combined with a hip-hop beat. The introduction is followed by Girlfriend, which was produced by Jermaine Dupree, commended for its crisp production. The song samples Old Dirty Bastards, Brooklyn Zoo. Key's cover of Prince's 1982 ballad, How Come You Don't Call Me Anymore. Uh, Retitled, How Come You Don't Call Me, was inspired by a long-term relationship with a partner. The music critic for Pop Matters felt that the song was credible but fell short from the original and Stephanie Mills' 1980s cover, Fallen. Yeah, 1980s cover. Fallen, the gospel-driven lead single and often considered Key's signature song, contains a sample of James Brown's It's a Man's 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 World. Uh, the song earned Key's comparisons to Aretha Franklin. A Woman's Worth, the, sing- the second single released from the album, is a gospel tinge song that recommends that men show respect to their female partners. Um, Jane Doe is a funk-driven song with a backing vocal provided by Candy Burris. The Life, which elicits Curtis Mayfield's Give Me Your Love, describes Key's philosophy of life and struggle. The song was compared to the work of the English band Sade. Mr. Man contains elements of Latin American music and was described as a sexy and soulful duet in which Jimmy Cozier adds his spice. The album ends up with the hidden track Loving You, which Christian Ward of NME compared to works of the musical group The Supremes. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. All right. Critical reception. Um, so source and rating Metacritic um, gave it 78 out of 100. 
review sources, um, source and rating, all music, four stars. Um, and Entertainment Weekly, B, Los Angeles Times, um, B, no, excuse me, um, three stars. The New Zealand Herald, three stars. NME, nine out of 10. Pitchfork, 8.5 out of 10. Q, four stars. Rolling Stone, three three stars. USA Today, four and a half stars. The Village Voice, A minus. Songs in a minor receive positive reviews from critics at Metacritic, which assigns a normalized rating out of 102 reviews from mainstream critics. It received an average score of 78 based on 10 reviews. Reviewing the album in NME, Sam Faulkner described the balance between contemporary music and retrospective as an act of pure genius. Q Music hailed it as a prime candidate to, to head up the new soul revolution with a voice that challenges Mary J. Blige's uh, yeah, Mary J. Blige's. Steve Jones of USA Today said that Keys already has a musical artistic and thematic maturity that many more experienced artists never achieve. The Washington Post, uh, Richard Harrington, wrote favorably of Key's musical influences on the album and expressed that she has vocal maturity and writing instincts beyond her years. Pop Matters critic um, Mark Anthony Neal praised Key's performance on the um, on the album and called it a, a distinct, a distinct and oft times brilliant debut from an artist who clearly has a fond sense of her creative talents. Robert Criscow, writing in the Village Voice, said that the grace and grit of the first half warrant and the auspicious debut label and that after some bores that threatened to sink that the project midway through key sustains the album with the songs at the end okay key's vocal performance was um lauded so um sequent sinkumani from Slant Magazine declared that Keys displayed a powerful range, proving she can um, belt along with the best of them. Hold on a sec. Okay. Uncut called the album freak frequently stunning and said that he sings like a young Aretha Franklin. However, some found her lyrics to be subpar to her singing and musical ability. The New Zealand Herald's Russell uh, Bailey stated that Keys might indicate um, abundant um, talent aligned to neatly um, reverential vintage vintage soul style, but expressed that the songs don't add up to anything particularly memorable. 
Entertainment Weekly's um, Beth Johnson called the second half of the album um, slack with sad sack team themes, but called it a promising album. Rolling Stone's Barry um, Walters perceived her singing as more mature than her songwriting, but commended keys for her commanding presence on the album. Los Angeles Times um, writer um, Robert Hilbert Hilburn said it said that it makes a convincing case that she's going far in both a commercial and creative sense. In a retrospective review, all music um Stephen Thomas um Arlowin perceived the album's music as rich enough to compensate for some thinness in the writing and called it a starting assured successful debut um, that deserved its immediate acclaim and it's already aging nicely. Barry Walters wrote in a in a later article for Rolling Stone, the album has aged well, accepting a drum machine beat or two, it's, it feels timeless. In the Encyclopedia of Popular Music 2011, Colin Larkin said Keys have fused urban R&B, hip-hop, and blues on what he called a minor classic of modern soul. Songs in a minor is regarded as an influential and distinctive album of its era. Okay. Um... All right, so we're going to go to, let's see, man, this is the longest charts, okay, okay, we're not going to go into charts, we're going to go into, um, yeah, All right, um, what we're gonna do is this. Yes, it did. Okay, um, Songs in the Minor led Keys to win five awards at the 44th um, Annual Grammy Awards, Song of the Year, Best Female R&B Vocal um, Performance, and Best R&B Song for Fallen, Best New Artist, and Best R&B, the R&B album Fallen was also nominated for Record of the Year. Keys became the second um, female solo artist to win five Grammy Awards in a single night, following Lauryn Hill at the 41st Annual Grammy Awards 1989. The album also won a NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Album. Keys was also named Best new artists at the 2002 World Music um, Awards. Fallen was ranked at number 37 on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of the Past 25 Years in 2003 and was ranked the the 413th Greatest Song of All Time by Blender Magazine. 
Um, the album was ranked at number two on the Rolling Stone magazine's top 10 of 2001. Number 18 on the Village Voices uh, 2001 pass and job list. Number 27 on Mojo uh, magazine's best 40 albums of 2001 and was also named one of the Q magazine's 100 greatest albums ever. Q also listed the album as one of the best 50 albums of 2001. In 2009, Rolling Stone named named it the 95th best album of the past decade, while Fallen ranked at number 62 on the magazine's 100 best songs of the decade list. In 2012, Entertainment Weekly um, ranked songs in a minor the 57th best album of all time. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Actually, that's really awesome right there. Um, should I go over? Let's see. Yeah. Um. All right. Um, commercial performance. Um, songs in the minor debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200, selling 236,000 copies in its first week through word of mouth and promotion. The album remained at number one on the chart, selling 450,000 copies in its second week. The album spent a total of three non-consecutive weeks at number one and became one of the best selling albums of 2001. As of June 2014, the album had sold 6,348,000 copies in the United States. Billboard ranked the album at number 32 on the Billboard 200 decade and chart for the 2000s and at number 12 on the top R&B hip hop albums decade and chart. Um, by March 2008, Songs in the Minor had made has sold over 12 million copies worldwide. On August 19, 2020, the album was certified on um, Suctupol Platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America for combined sales and album equivalent units of 7 million units in the United States. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. The next album. Okay. Now, um, I'm probably going to, let's, let's go over another album, shall we? Okay, The Diary of Alicia Keys um, is the second studio album by American singer Alicia Keys. It was released on December 1st, 2003 by J Records. The album was recorded at several recording studios and production was 
handled primarily by Keys with contributions from Kanye West and Carrie Brothers Jr., who described it as an R&B album. That's interesting to see. Um, hold on. Hold on, folks. Okay. Um, so the singles goes like this. You don't know my name. If I ain't got you, Diary and Karma. Okay, all released in two. This is released November 10th, 2003, February 23rd, 2004. Diary, um, May 2000, May 24th, 2004. Karma, August 11th, 2004. Upon its release, the Diary of Alicia Keys received generally positive reviews from music critics the album debuted at number one on the u.s billboard 200 chart selling 618,000 copies in its first week it became keys's second consecutive number one debut in the united states and spawned three top 10 singles the diary of alicia keys earned keys three grammy awards at the 47th annual grammy awards the album has sold over five million units in the united states and over 8 million copies worldwide. Well, let's see. Um, let me see. I'm not even going to go over the background development. So let's go to... Okay. All right, so the singles. You Don't Know My Name was released as a lead single from the Diary of Alicia Keys on November 10, 2003. It peaked at number three on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and atop the hot R&B hip-hop songs, becoming her second hot R&B and hip-hop songs number one. The song's accompanying music video directed by Chris Robinson and Andrew Young features Keys as a waitress at a west at a restaurant and rapper Mostef playing Michael Harris, her love interest at the 47th annual Grammy Awards 2005. The song won the Grammy Award for Best R&B Song. You Don't Know My Name was certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America on, on August 11, 2024, shipping 500,000 units in the United States. If I Ain't Got You was released as the second single on February 23rd, 2004. It peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 and became her second consecutive hot R&B hip-hop songs. Number one, it's a company um, music video uh, directed by Diane Martell is set in a wintry New York City and features a cameo by rapper and at the Method Man as Key's on-screen boyfriend. Uh, the song outpeaked its Billboard Hot 100 position on the 2004 Billboard Hot 100 year 
and chart placing at number three uh, while being number one on the hot R&B hip hop songs year and chart. At the 47th annual Grammy Awards, the song won for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance while being nominated for Song of the Year. Um, on August 11, 2020, If I Ain't Got You was certified quadruple platinum by the RIAA for shipments for, of 4 million units. Diary was released as as the third single on May 24th May yeah two yeah May 24th 2004 um it became Keys' third consecutive Billboard Hot 100 top 10 single peaking at number 8 while peaking at number 2 on the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs the songs um, music video directed by uh, Lamont Liquid, <laughs> um, um, Beryl, Rod Isaacs, um, Jeff Robertson, and Brian Campbell contains footage of several live concerts from both the Verizon um, Ladies' first tour 2004, which Keys took part in, and her own diary tour 2005. At the 47th annual Grammy Awards, um, the song was nominated for Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals. Diary was certified gold by the RIAA on August 11, 2020. Karma was released as the fourth and final single on August 11, 2004. It became the album's only single to miss the top 10 on the on both Billboard Hot 100 and Hot R&B Hip Hop songs, peaking at numbers 20 and 17 on the charts, respectively. The music video for, for Karma, directed by Chris Robertson and Keys herself, was filmed over three days in August 2004, with parts shot in New York City and at Casa de Campos, Altos de Chavon, um, um, M5, M5 Theater. Um, at the 2005 MTV Video Music Awards, the video earned Keys the award for Best R&B Video. Karma was certified gold by the RIAA twice on September 27, 2005 and on August 11, 2020. Okay. Um. All right. Critical reception. Metacritic, seventy-one out of one hundred. All music, four stars. Blender, four stars. Encyclopedia of Popular Music, three stars. Um. Entertainment Weekly, B. The Guardian, four stars. Los Angeles Times, four and a half stars. Q, four stars. Rolling Stone, three stars. Uncut, um, two stars. You would say today, four stars. Um, the Diary of Alicia Keys received generally positive reviews from critics. It holds an average score of 71 based on 17 reviews at uh, Metacritic. The Times said that 
that the album confirmed her place in musical history. Critics described Key's music as neo-soul and contemporary R&B. Slant magazines um, sell on Sinkumani um, said that it triumphs um, the neo-soul achievements of songs in a minor and is a deaf mix of modernism and classism, not to mention street and class. Q Magazine called it a proper soul album, which hooks you with um, the first um, pneumatic beat and draws you deeper with every heady atmosphere and vivid emotion. John Pirellis, writing the writing in the New York Times, claimed that it has taken the diary of Alicia Keys to, <clears throat> to testify that soul the soul songwriting can survive and felt that the album echoes familiar soul sounds, but Miss Keys sounds undaunted by her sources and she's learning fast. Ralph Sheffield writing in Rolling Stone called the album an assured adult statement steeped in the complicated love life and musical dreams of an ambitious young man, no, excuse me, young woman who has absorbed enough Nina Simone and Aretha Franklin records to live up to the sole promise of Harlem's Nocturne, Nocturne, actually. Um, <clears throat> Um, Dimitri Ehrlich of Vibe said that Keys is able to sustain uh, drama over the course of the masterful album, which appropriates the minimalist productions of classic soul. Chris X of Blender called it an enthusiastic album full of masterful strokes and electrifying um intensity in a mixed review on Josh um, Tarango of time said that the album's first six songs are models of how to make nostalgic music that is not antipresent but the second half sags David Brown writing in entertainment weekly similarly said that the second half dressed into a narcotized semi-slumber slumber of one earnest semi-retro soul piano ballad after another. Um, Laura, Laura Sinagra of Village Voice felt that the album's songs lack hooks and other surface content, sounding instead of like unfinished vocal sketches. Mark Anthony Neal of Pop Matters said that it only shows fleeting glimpses of Key's actual sensibilities and said that although it clearly evinces Keys' growth as an artist since songs in a minor, the album is clearly laboring to be relevant to the current marketplace and thus suffers from a serious lack of cohesion. Alexis um, Petridis 
writing in the guardian found it creatively safe and marred by anodyne slow numbers studded with knowing references to old records uncut found keys lyrics boring and filled with a whitening of cliches and hack guide nina man wailing robert Criscow of the village rated the album a dud indicating a bad record whose details um rarely merit further thought okay all right see the accolades um the diary of alicia keys was named the seventh best album of 2004 by blender at the 47th annual Grammy Awards in 2005, it won the Grammy Award for Best R&B Album, while its songs earned uh, Keys two other awards, including Best Female R&B Vocal Performance for If I Ain't Got You and Best R&B Song for You Don't Know My Name. Keys also won three Soul Train Awards. No, excuse me. Soul Train Music Awards Best R&B Soul Single Female for You Don't Know My Name in 2004 and If I Ain't Got You in 2005. And Best R&B Soul Album Female for The Diary of Alicia Keys. In 2007, the National Association of Recording um, Merchandisers and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame released a list of what they what they termed the definitive 200 albums of all time. The Diary of Alicia Keys was ranked at number 129 on the list. The album was also ranked at number 129 on the New York Daily News list of top 200 albums of all time. And number 277 in the 2020 revision revision of Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time list. Um, okay. All right, commercial performance. The, the, the Diary of Alicia Keys debuted at number one on the built U.S. Billboard 200 chart, selling 618,000 copies in its first week. Th- this became Keys' second consecutive um, number one debut. It was the highest first week sales by a female artist of the year. In its second week, the album dropped to number two uh, on the chart, selling an additional 324,000 copies, but returned to the top in its third week with 370,000 units sold. The the album spent 88 weeks on the chart, leaving at number 198 in 2005. By January 2006, the album had sold 4.4 million copies in the United States. On August 11, 2020, the album was certified on quintuple platinum by the recording Industry Association of America for combined sales and album equivalent units of 5 million units in the United States. In the United Kingdom, the Diary of Alicia Keys debuted at number 13 on the UK 
albums chart and atop the UK RB albums chart. The album was certified platinum by the British um phonographic industry for shipping 300,000 units. It reached the top 10 in Finland, France, Germany, Greece, and the Netherlands, the Netherlands and Norway, while peaking at number one in Switzerland and the number five on the European top 100 albums. By November 2007, the album has sold over 8 million copies worldwide. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Let me take a look here. All right. Um, okay. I think I'm going to save the rest of the discography for Alicia Keys for a future episode. Um, because I want to get to this other artist, actually, who goes by the name of, hang on, let me just, let me just make sure I, yeah, let me, give me a sec. Um, Okay. Um, the next person that I'm going to review is a woman who goes by the name of Alonda Rich. All right. Now, for those of you who may not know who she is, um, Alonda Rich can be summed up in three words. A vibe goddess. She's penned records with iconic producers such as Street Runner, Rock Wild, Eric Sermon, and more. Her unique vocals and songwriting have been heard alongside Benny the Butcher, um, Stole GT, um, and Freeway. Featured on The Shy. And sorry to hear about the plane passing by. Um, um, let's wait. <clears throat> All right. Um, and reached number one on Billboard's um, gospel album chart with MC um, NICE. AR Strives to feed inspiration to those who need it most listeners are first drawn to her one of the one of a kind silky toned and layered harmonies then captured by her relatable songwriting and concepts a song a sound so recognizable um industry producers call call on her vocals for sampling as heard on too many m's featuring little baby and clem rashad i've gone through the trenches and learned the hard way that the winds are always right on the horizon i like to talk about 
those hardships, but also offer hope. You can get through anything you are going through. I strive to be the example. You can have anything you dream. And that's pretty cool of her to say, actually. Um, and by the way, we're gonna get to, we'll get get to the discography. Okay. So these are her singles. Um, I got a chance to listen to it. It was pretty cool, pretty decent. Um, excellent storytelling. Of course, a wonderful masterpiece of music that I listened to. Um, so let's see. Uh, she has singles, um, Petals, Give Me Life, uh, which is the 2019 singles, Storm, Up All Night, 2020, Empty Room, Dreaming, uh, 2021. And her latest is um, Feels Like Murder. Wow. Feels Like Murder. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, now, um, let's see. Um, let me pull up, let me pull up her, um, let me pull up her, um, her Instagram real quick. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> okay. Hang on a second here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Um, let's see. Alonda. So her Instagram is Alonda Rich. You guys are more than welcome to follow her music journey and stuff. I know I will. I know I am. Her music journey. And of course, check out her music on um on um on Spotify and whatever you listen to music on streaming platforms. So, so yeah, I think that's gonna, I think that's gonna do for today's episode. Um, the rest of the Alicia Keys discography, I am going to save those for a future episode. Yes, I'm gonna save those for a future episode. Um, you know what I mean? Um, so listen. Uh, you like what you heard in today's episode? Please feel free to sh- to um show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app, which is which is G Money Stacks five fifty five. That's dollar sign capital G lowercase M O N E Y. Um, Stacks capital S lowercase T A C K Z. 555. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank. It's all about um doing the best you can on 
whatever amount of money you are comfortable um, donating will be appreciated. All right. And of course, you know, make sure you reach out to your loved ones. You know what I mean? Um, your your husbands, your wives, your 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 boyfriends, your girlfriends, your friends. You know, those individuals might be fine on the outside, but on the inside, they are not. So, you know, you can't put a time frame on on when is a good time to reach out. Though you just gotta follow your your mind your soul, your heart, and your instincts. Because common sense is not fucking common at all. You know what I mean? And, you know, don't second-guess yourself to assume that, um, that, that, that that person is fine on the inside, but you don't want to second-guess yourself. Because you never know when a person might be going through something and might end up having suicide thoughts or whatever case scenario may be. And and to me, it's just crazy, man. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, yeah, it's crazy that suicide is rising on like crazy, um, which I'll probably talk about it in my other show in the future probably during mental health month um we'll see what happens with that right there um so yeah um of course make sure you follow me on 17 live at gmoneystacks555 in five no excuse me gmoneystacks queens new york Uh, i'm sorry about that um also you can you can also follow the show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, on the gram, which is Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, um, along with my other shows, Excellent, Fun, Vibrant Podcast, Sports Edition Show, um, and my number one show, um, Off the Meat Rack Chains, New York Podcast, on Facebook and Instagram as well. All in one word, all right. And um, and also you can follow me on the gram, which is G Money Stacks five fifty five in Queens, New York. Um, and now we're gonna go to a little new section that I would like to um, I'd like to actually bring in. Hang on a minute here. Hang on one minute here. We're going to go to a little section um, that I like to call Stream Choices on the Go. Yes, this is where I actually um, inform you guys and the folks out there that's actually um, that's listening out there all over the world, USA, Canada, Long Island, AK Strong Island, the five boroughs in New York, where you can actually listen to the um, episodes. And um, and yeah, um, we're gonna get started with um, where you can listen, 
and for starters, um, for starters, you can listen to the episode of Meticulous Vodri's podcast review show on Anchor, Audible, Audacity, Amazon Music, Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Pod Friend, Podo Polo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, and the newly added stream platform Podverse. Reason FM, Spotify. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Podchaser, Podfriend, and, and Spotify. That would be appreciated. Even though you don't have too much to say on there, um, it really mean it really mean a lot though. Um, you know what I mean? Um we are also on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts. And don't forget to listen to the episodes of Meticulous Virtues Podcast Review Show episodes on Radio Public, iHeartRadio, the number one app for um, music, radio, and podcasts. And of course, and of course, last but not least, the YouTube. You go on the YouTube, grab the subscribe button. Be sure you click the notification bell so you can be reminded when you are um, going to hear the show go on the air live via live stream. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Download your favorite episodes. Leave a like and a comment along with the topics that was discussed with the episodes. Make sure you share the episodes, share the videos, tell a friend to another friend, and also make sure you basically um tell your fr- tell your friends about the podcast along with audio streaming platforms, along with the link that says Linktree slash meticulous virtues podcast. You're going to see it in the description, and you're also going to see it on Instagram, which is on the podcast show page, Meticulous Vod Juice Podcast. So, you know what I mean? And, yeah. um, All right. So, so there you go right there. Um, and our last, um, our last segment of the night would be um, podcast free game mechanisms. That's right, podcast free game mechanisms. Kill the chimes. Yes, this is a section where I actually inform um, the new people, the new um new put the new people who want to be 
able to create a podcast. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, to create a podcast and let me put it to you like this. If you guys are interested in being a podcaster and being able to create a show like I'm doing right now, which is um which is basically um which is basically three shows under my belt that I worked so hard for. Don't worry, I got you and I will guide you on the things that you need that are important to start a podcast. So here we go. What you need is headphones. You also need a microphone. And it doesn't have to be anything too expensive whatsoever. It could be something simple. It could be a Yeti microphone. It could be the microphone that I'm using right now called the Alvoxcon A100. Um, if I get, let me see if I got that correctly. Hold on a second. If I can read this right. Um, no, a excuse me, it's A800. Yes, Alvoxcon. Um, A800. Um, I got that from um, Target off of their website. Um, so you can look on Target, you can look on Amazon, you can look on um, Best Buy, you can even look at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure you're probably going to be able to find microphones over there as well. Um, now, now, um, the one pl- I don't know if I should recommend another place as a fifth place to look at, but, um, well, I don't know. Now, nah, I'm not going to recommend another place to look into because I know, um, I know the music store like Sam Ash is a little expensive, too expensive, actually. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so those are the places where you can look for microphones and stuff. Of course, you could buy your own, you could buy headphones from those four places that I just mentioned as well. So, um, so, um, and if you have an interesting, unique name of a podcast that you're trying to um, start with. And of course, you have um, the story behind it and stuff like that. I know a lot of people might not like it, but whatever, it doesn't matter. It's not about them. It's about you um, following your goals and dreams. This is exactly what I'm trying to do. I mean, I am the person who is doing everything. I'm producing these episodes, creating content, I'm hosting three of the shows, which is a grind. It is a it is a it is a grind for me. You know what I mean? It is a fucking grind for me, and it's hard work. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that is going to happen overnight. You can't rush success. Success comes from within yourself. 
You know what I'm saying? It takes time. It takes months, maybe years. So be it. Um. So, yeah. So, yeah, there you have it. Um, I'll also want to recommend um, a software that I've been using called StreamYard. Now, StreamYard is a software that I use to connect three YouTube channels for my podcast recordings. Um, basically, you know, the podcast recordings, YouTube channel, which is, um, of course, G Money Stacks 555, which is where you can see the the episodes of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast episodes, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast, uh, review show, and excellent fun vibrant podcast. Make sure you subscribe to those to those channels that I'm just talking about here. Um, also. <clears throat> The thing with StreamYard is that it allows you to create banners and talking points, um, talking points in terms of where people can follow you in terms of um, the show, you, your Instagram handles and all that stuff, um, websites of your businesses, whether it's clothing, whether it's jewelry, whether it's food, whether it's, um, you know, stream streaming um streaming platforms and stuff like that. Um, also, you get to send invites to people with email addresses, phone numbers, um, Instagram handles. Also, um, when they click on the link on the day that on the day that I record, a podcast episode. If I see you come in to the StreamYard studio and I see a little video clip of you, I will add you to the live stream so you can chat with me on on what you're um what you want to talk about as far as topics, um what's going on with you mentally, physically, and spiritually, um, which I actually been doing a great job actually, man. <laughs> Reaching out to many, many people as I fucking can <laughs> because you don't wanna um, second guess anything. You know what I'm saying? And podcasting is not about um, pleasing the people that's listening and watching. It's all about, um, your thoughts and talks on what you think about the topics, um, with your thoughts and talks, opinions and facts. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and also with um, with Streamyard, you get to set up your account. You get to type in your email address or the. Sh- the podcast show page email address on there. And when you type either one, um, it's going to send you an email. Um, It's going to send you an email in regards to six numbers that they're going to give you as a login code. You know what I mean? So 
once you type in those six numbers um, in the login code, you are going to be you are going to be good to go. You are going to be able to uh, set up um, a schedule on when you want to do your live stream um, recordings of episodes, just chatting, vlogging, whatever. Um, so yeah. So yeah, though, man. Um, and I think that's gonna do it for me, man. Um, thank you very much to everybody who tuned in, and listened and watched. Um, it really means a lot to me. I've been on my grind for quite some time, and yeah, and and you know how I feel about um being far behind on things i don't like being too far behind on things with long breaks because long breaks is a long time because i want to make sure that i am mentally active in recording podcast episodes you know what i'm saying and and i'm glad to be back with you folks out there that's been wondering what's going on with me and stuff so you know um you know i like I said earlier, I had to, you know, make sure I get some rest on my left shoulder due to some soreness or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, there you go right there. Um, yeah. So, all right. So I'm G Money Stacks and make sure you, um, make sure you are careful out there. And be mindful of the people you surround yourself with as far as environment, as far as, um, you know, the people in the vans, the subways, um, the buses, um, you just name it. <clears throat> make sure you have your face covers. Make sure you have your hand sanitizer, washing your hands, water and soap. Um, make sure you have um, your water, your bottled water, Gatorade with electrolytes, and of course, make sure you um, you keep yourself warm by having yourself a hot, warm cup of tea with honey, ginger, lemon or lime, or another option would be some hot chocolate milk with some marshmallows. If you have any marshmallows, you can add that too. Now that's the installation of inspiration, folks. So there you go. Um, yeah. So that's gonna do it for me. G Money Stacks is clocking out. Thank you so much for um for tuning in. I'll see you guys in the next episode. So so be safe out there. Peace and one love. And I will be back next time in the next episode. Have yourself a good night.
Check this out, folks. If you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple of things. I need you to go follow the show's page on Instagram, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, alongside with Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast. And you can follow me also on my primary handle on the gram, which is GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York, for more postings of each episode with the topics. Also, go to YouTube and grab the subscribe button. Enable alerts of the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes on the air live via live stream. More video content. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics upcoming episodes previous episodes that will automatically be posted to the youtube channel page share the videos spread the word be sure to download your favorite episodes tell a friend to tell another friend share the podcast with audio streaming platforms with your friends and also tell us what you think about the episodes and the topics and and what you thought about the um topics as well and what topics you think we should talk about next to review. Um, I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening to the show. Peace and one love.